Hello again, everyone. Welcome to episode number 48 of the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner, and our special guest is Red Wing number one draft pick, ninth overall in the 2017 NHL entry draft, Michael Rasmussen. And uh, let's bring Michael into the show. Michael, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Um, now, I, I really want to get started with, uh, I know you had surgery. I think your last game was December 16th. Uh, we're doing this on uh, the uh, January 25th, uh, which is a Thursday. You're, you're slated, hopefully, to get back in action for the Tri-City Americans on Saturday. But I, I want you to clear something up. The, the wrist surgery that you had uh, right around Christmas time is not related to the injury you had last uh, in February of 2017, or is it? Uh, not totally, no. It's, uh, some of it's a little bit different, uh, but some of it also is uh, kind of removing some, uh, you know, some problems that I had uh, with that injury, but uh, no, not all of it, no. No, so uh, this injury here, uh, if you can I I explain, was it that, that because you were hurt last year with the wrist, that the way it healed didn't heal properly or something, and, and, and that compounded it, and that's why you had to have surgery this time. Uh, no, the bone I broke last year uh, healed all the way. It was just uh, kind of some effects of being in the cast for so long with uh, kind of limited range of motion and stuff like that and uh, swelling, scarring, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, different things like that and inflammation, um, you know, kind of sent me back a bit, but, uh, you know, it's all fixed now. Well, it is all fixed, and, and, and the reason I asked, I, I thought it was interesting. The way it was explained to me by Red Wing officials was that you could have still played, but you were playing in pain, and you decided to have it now so you could recuperate, have a nice long pre playoff run with the Americans, work out all summer, and give yourself the best chance to make the Red Wings uh, next fall. I, I, is that why you elected to have the surgery in the middle of the season? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I obviously talked to uh, yeah, talked to the Red Wings, and um, you know, kind of just thought for myself as well that it was uh, you know the best move to uh, you know to help myself and uh, to get healthy. So. Um, you know, it's never good when you play in pain and stuff like that, so uh, I'm just kind of happy that it's over. You know, Michael, I know you've had a couple of big moments in your life. I know draft day in Chicago, uh, I, was, I was there. Uh, I know you signed your professional contract. I, I think, you know, I joke around with people, say, on a trash can at the, uh, uh, at the arena there in Plymouth. Uh, I was there, and now doing this podcast, obviously I know it was a big highlight for you, but uh, uh, I guess my, my question is, is how much contact do you have with the Red Wings during the season? After all, you are captain of, uh, of your Tri-City team. Yeah, for sure. Lots of contact. Yeah. Um, they, keep in they keep in touch pretty well and uh, you know, kind of just ask me how I'm doing and uh, come out to watch me here and there and uh, kind of give me feedback on my game and stuff like that. So I uh, definitely talk to them a lot and all that. And, um, you know, it's good. Uh, it's good to have some feedback here and there. Well, do now do they do? Can you? Are you free to contact them? I, I mean, you know, I, I think here in the states, especially because of colleges, and you don't know how much contact you can have with an athlete. A college athlete is a little bit different. I mean, if you feel like picking up the phone and calling someone in the Red Wing organization, you you're pretty much free to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's uh, there's different guys uh, for that and for to help me out with that. So um, yeah, I can call. Uh, kind of whenever I want, I can call uh, you know guys like Sean Horcroft, Dan Cleary, guys like that. Um, you know, help me out a lot, and um, they're always 
they're always open uh, for me to call them, and uh, you know they got great advice from me and all that. So um, you know I'm pretty lucky. Well, you know, what do you ask them if you don't mind me? You know, I mean, is it just stuff about your game, or if they came out and saw you, and do you say, hey, what did you like? Did you think that I was, you know, in front of the net enough? Uh, what I need to work on is, it, or is it just you know the, the the conversation could range from hockey to you know uh, things about uh, about life. Yeah, for sure. Pretty much anything, uh, anything that uh, I need to ask them or uh, kind of thinking about, I can ask um, whenever they come. Yeah, I definitely ask them and they tell me, uh, you know, what they saw that I did well and what they saw that I need to improve on and stuff like that. So uh, for me, I just kind of look for uh, look for them to uh, give me some constructive criticism and all that. So um, that's pretty much it. How often does someone from the Detroit organization watch you play or are you even aware that they're there? Uh, yeah, I'm sure sometimes uh, sometimes they tell me that, yeah, we're, we're coming in today and we'll see after the game. Or, um, you know, I'm sure there's there's guys watching different scouts and stuff um, and reporting back. But uh, here and there they let me know and uh, kind of connect and uh, say hi. Uh, when, you, uh, when you look at it this season before you went out with injury, you were in 22 games, you had 31 points, you were plus nine, uh, had three game-winning goals, and uh, I know the thing the Red Wings really like about you is your power play presence. You had nine power play goals. Uh, can you talk about the season that you were having before uh, you elected to have the wrist surgery? Yeah, it was going. Uh, it was going well. We were uh, we were playing well as a team, and uh, you know my uh, my teammates and my line mates are uh, you know pretty good players as well. So um, yeah, we were doing good. Uh, a bit of a stuff, a bit of a tough start for myself, but uh, you know kind of got going and uh, yeah. Well, the reason I ask you that is because you did so well here in Detroit. Uh, you uh, led the Red Wings in scoring, and uh, as we know, I mean, sir, there were mixed lineups, but towards the end, when you were in the lineup, it was pretty much NHL caliber. Uh, uh, were you a little, I don't know, it, maybe it's human nature, I guess is what I'm asking, a letdown um, that, you know, you're in the big camp, you're with the Red Wings, you got the winged wheel, uh, you know, on your chest, and you're doing well, you're getting positive feedback, uh, you gain some confidence, and I'm not certainly taking anything away from uh, uh, the Tri-City Americans here, uh, but uh, w was there a little bit of a mental letdown, do you think, that you were just disappointed that, you know, boy, I really, you know, I, I kind of left a mark here in Detroit, but now here I'm back at Tri-City. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, you know it's disappointing whenever uh, something like that happens. But uh, you know, for me, I was just thankful for the opportunity, and you know, I uh, I, I think I did my best and, and worked my hardest. So um, you know, I kind of uh, I had a good time there and everything like that. But you know, I was excited to get back to try and uh, you know help the team and and be with my teammates. So um, I think uh, you know we're on the right page, and, and I'm on the right page with my game. You know, your expectations going to camp. I mean, I know I saw you at the development camp. I know I saw you during the uh, Prospects Tournament. Uh, and, you know, it was really the first extensive hockey you had played in a while. I saw you at the Summer Showcase. Uh, uh, did you surprise yourself at how you acclimated yourself to, uh, uh, to the NHL game, to the Red Wings, uh, to the, uh, uh, the big parent club? Uh, no, I didn't. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I'm pretty confident in myself and and what I can do on the ice and and my abilities. So, um, like I said, I just come to the rink and try to work hard every day and and do my best and um, you know, kind of work with what's in front of me. So, um, yeah, I think uh, you know it was a good time and and uh, I think I uh, had fun. I, I know you had fun, and, and I'm not trying to make you say something that you don't believe. But there wasn't a moment while you were up here during training camp where you said, "Wow." Not that it's coming easy to me, but it's a little easier than I thought. Maybe easier is not the proper word. 
Uh, for me, I didn't really, uh, I didn't really try to expect anything. I obviously, I didn't know what it was like up there or anything. So uh, I just kind of tried to take it day by day and um, kind of just get used to the hockey and uh, get used to kind of what I had to do to be successful up there. And uh, you know, I, uh, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to be up there and and kind of kind of see the big picture and um, you know maybe just get get used to it a bit. You know, Mike, I want I want fans to get to know you a little bit. You know, I, obviously, I've talked to you and. Uh, uh, and have enjoyed our conversations uh, uh, since uh, since you were drafted by Detroit. Um, you're from British Columbia. Can you kind of expound a little bit about growing up in that real hockey environment there in Western Canada? And uh, uh, when did it dawn on you uh, that not only certainly you probably always wanted to be a hockey player your lo- whole life, but that you had a real legitimate shot at being not only a hockey player but a hockey player at the National Hockey League level? Yeah, uh, obviously growing up in BC is awesome with uh, you know different hockey and stuff like that. So uh, I played uh, I played minor hockey in Surrey and then uh, spring hockey kind of uh, with the provincial team and stuff like that. So um, you know it was obviously great growing up uh, in kind of a hockey hub like that. And uh, for me, I always uh, like I said, I always confident in myself and and think if you work hard enough and and uh, you know kind of aspire to uh, to your dreams and stuff like that, then then you can do them. So uh, for me, maybe maybe Bantam hockey. Um, you know, kind of gave me uh, a bit of an outlook on uh, maybe I could do something here. So, yeah, I mean, you're six six, two hundred twenty one pounds. I mean, you, you know, you're uh, uh, you're well well uh, put together uh, hockey player. Uh, uh, I, I, did you have a growth spurt, or is height running your family, or you know, are, are you like the, uh, uh, the 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 guy in the family that everybody looks at and says, I don't know where that height came from, but my gosh, he's he's a big kid. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't really have uh, one growth spurt. I've kind of just uh, kind of just gradually grew, and um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I never really had one kind of one kind of huge growth spurt. So, um, but yeah, my family—they're they're fairly tall. I have a couple tall cousins, and uh, my dad's about six three. So, um, I guess I kind of get it from them. Well, you know, let me ask you because you didn't have, let's say, a growth spurt where you went from you know, let's say five foot eight to six six in a, a eight month period or something. Do you think that that helped your development in the hockey? Because in a way, as your game was progressing, your body was growing at the same rate. If that makes sense. I mean, I guess I'm now asking you to be some sort of physiologist or something. But I mean, do you think that that actually, you know, you were, you know, as I said, as you grew as a hockey player, your body was growing at pretty much the same pace. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you have to hear stories about uh, you know guys kind of being uncoordinated and stuff, and they grow a lot. So um, yeah, I never really had a huge growth spurt, but uh, I've always been pretty coordinated and stuff. So I guess that uh, that has helped for sure. Well, you know, I I, I remember. I don't know if it was probably development camp. I don't think so much at prospects camp, but I remember watching you out on the ice, uh, and you were doing that. You know, the tip drill or the guys were shooting pucks at the net and then you were tipping it in. And I think you were going against, most of the time, I think it was Keith Petrozelli, another high draft pick for the Red Wings in last year's draft. And, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm prone to exaggeration, Michael, as you may know by now, but it seemed that if there were 100 shots fired at net, you tipped in 98. I mean, how did you develop that hand-eye coordination? Because it, it is pretty extraordinary to watch. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's uh, definitely something that I work hard at, uh, you know, after practice and, and in practice and stuff. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's important in hockey, I think, uh, you know, to kind of to kind of be in front of the net and stuff. So, um, like I said, I've always been kind of coordinated and, and stuff like that. But it's definitely something I work hard on. Well, you know, I mean, if you can try to take me into the uh, 
into the mechanics about it is it I mean that puck is going so fast uh, that uh, I mean is it positioning your stick are you able to see it or do, you, do you know are you working with the guys that are shooting it that they know you know uh, you know Rassi's going to be here um, I, I, I know I just have to you know shoot it to a spot I mean it, because it, it it seems it's so fast it's so quick and you know Thomas Holmstrom of, of the Red Wings was was great at it maybe one of the best all time along with another former Red Wing Dino Cicero I know I'm, I'm dating myself here, but how, how do you develop that? How do you do it? I mean, it's, it's because, as I said, you know, I can't even see the puck, and here you are tipping it in at 100 miles an hour. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you definitely just got to uh, try to get your stick free and get your stick available to, to get it on the puck. And, and like you said, for sure, it's, it's all about your, uh, your teammates and especially the defensemen uh, getting it through and, and kind of... Uh, you know, avoiding blocks and stuff like that too. So uh, I'm pretty lucky here in Charlie. We got great D-man that they get the puck through, and uh, you know, it's uh, works so well. When you look at the uh, uh, going back, and I'm going to jump o- jump around a little bit here, but I, you know, I guess what I'm really curious about is is that you're thrown in together with a go- bunch of guys that maybe some you know through your uh, through your hockey career, uh, but you're all up in Traverse City. It's development camp. Some of these fellows you probably I, I, I would assume you're playing against Chalowski. Uh, uh, this year, the the number one draft pick defenseman in 2016 from the Red Wings. But have you developed some bonds and some friendships with uh, your future Red Wing teammates, or uh, it, you, you know, it's such a whirlwind in the beginning that you really don't have time to to do much socializing with them? Yeah, for sure. I've definitely made a lot of friends uh, at the Velma camp and and uh, you know both the camps. So. I think the Wings try to do a pretty good job of uh, getting guys that have a lot of character and, and just having nice guys. So uh, I've definitely made a lot of friends, and, and everyone was really welcoming and all that. So, um, you know, it's really good over there. Is there is there anybody that you keep in contact with now, or was there maybe a current Red Wing that you've bonded with? That maybe if you've got a question, you, you know, and I'm just using this as certainly as an example, but you'll give Dylan Larkin a call or, or just an abdicator or somebody. Uh, that was for sure, guys. It said, uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can reach out and, and all that. But uh, kind of the younger guys I keep in touch with and kind of see them around the league. So, yeah, guys like Chalowski, uh, Zablocki, guys like that. And um, now Chalowski's in our, uh, in our division with Portland. So uh, I definitely see him a lot. So, A.B., do you, on the ice, I guess it's all business, but do you converse afterwards or do you both talk about, hey, uh, you know, I talked to uh, – uh, you know, Sean Horkoff, and he told me this. What, what have they told you? Do you discuss uh, uh, specifically things about, uh, you know, about the Red Wings and, and eventually being here in Detroit? Yeah, we talk uh, talk a little bit on the ice, and then uh, yeah, after the game we get together usually and just, yeah, kind of just talk and, uh, you know, ask each other how it's going and, and stuff like that. We don't get too personal with, uh, with our conversations with those guys, but, uh, yeah, we're really friendly, and, uh, you know, Trello's great guys, so, um, you know, it's good to uh, play against them. When you look at uh, at your career, and you know, I know, and I think I probably told you this because I, you know, I, I get so uh, worked up, I guess, when uh, when I see, uh, uh, you know, you know, I mean, I was born and raised here in Detroit, so obviously I've been a Red Wing fan and a follower of the team my whole life. Uh, but uh, you know, I get happy for you guys when when things go well for you, when I get to know you a little bit, and uh, I, I want to ask you, I, I mean. I know your goal is to make this team next year, and you're only going to be, what, 19, I guess. But, uh, you know, I think it's realistic. Do you think it's realistic? 
yeah, for me, I just uh, I'm just going to come in and do my best and work hard. I think uh, you know this year I learned a lot and um, you know kind of got uh, a camp under my belt and some experience on my belt. So uh, for me, that's the goal. I want to I want to play on the, on the team and, and help the team win. So. Uh, you know that's my biggest goal, and, and I'm going to do my best to make that happen. Now, will you now will you go to development camp again, right? And then prospects tournament, and then big camp. Pretty much what you did this last summer, you're going to do uh, yep. this coming sun, summer. Yep. So, so, so that I, I would imagine then your comfort level because you pretty much know what to expect should be should be pretty high. So you can go in there. Not that you're not all business, and I think the fans listening to to the podcast today can tell that you are. But uh, I, I would imagine uh, you know you can never be too comfortable, especially being a professional athlete. Yet uh, you pretty much know what to expect. So I think your mind would be eased a, a little bit coming in this time around. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's definitely uh, not not that feeling out process. So uh, for me, yeah, I can just jump right in there and and uh, kind of get my game going right away and and stuff like that. So I think it's just uh, yeah, I'm more comfortable in the way that there's no uh, no kind of. Uh, yeah, feeling out process, so I think it'll be uh, fun. You know, I, I, like I said, I know you're 6'6", 221. Uh, what do you think you have to work on? I, I mean, I, you know, obviously you've made an impression on this organization. Uh, a lot of Red Wing fans are following you at Tri-Cities. Uh, I get asked about you all the time. Uh, I just had Craig Bunton on a, a podcast who, uh, uh, you know, the, the scouting director of TSN, former general manager, you know, uh, uh, in the league scout, director of player personnel. And, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, he's very impressed with, with what you have been doing. So, so, so I, I guess my, my, my question is, is that uh, when, you, when you really look at it, what do you think you need you need to hone in because we always hear, well, he's got to be quicker, he's got to move his feet, or he's got to get bigger. But you seem to have the coordination and the size is already there. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot in my game that I can uh, improve on. So, um, yeah, definitely for me, it'll just be uh, mobility and, and uh, quickness. I think uh, just my speed through the neutral zone and, and deception and stuff like that through the neutral zone and uh, mobility in the corners and, and different stuff like that, I think is big for me. And, yeah, just getting stronger and, uh, you know, get uh, get stronger in the offseason and, and, uh, and stuff like that. But for me, it's definitely uh, mobility. Mobility. Uh, and when, when you were up here, when you were playing the preseason games, as the preseason moved along, the lineups got more NHL-like, uh, what did you take away from that? What did you learn that, uh, you know, if I, if I really want to be an impact player, and I know that you do, uh, uh, that, you're, that, that you're the one maybe aspect that might have surprised you about the, uh, the National Hockey League? Yeah, it's just uh, it's a bunch of grown men, so it's just strong and, and it's quick, and and you gotta you gotta want it every shift. You gotta want to have an impact every shift, and you gotta want it on both sides of the puck. And um, you know you gotta uh, be quick in the D zone, be quick in, in all three zones. So I think uh, you know it's a lot of things, and it's a lot of things that I'll take with me here, and uh, you know work on my game and work on my mobility here, and then uh, eventually in the summer and all that. So um, you know it's definitely uh, it was definitely good to get that uh, experience. When you when you um Hopefully you're back in the lineup on Saturday. Is is that uh, uh, is is that what you're shooting for? You think you pretty much are going to return? So you had about a six six week absence here, I guess, from the time you had the surgery or uh, took yourself out of the lineup to have the surgery to to being back. Is Saturday the target date? Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but you're not sure yet, or you want to make sure that you're completely. Uh, I guess healthy, for lack of a better term, that you just don't. But I, I would imagine, Michael, you you want to be pain free in that wrist. It seems that that was been the stumbling block here. 
Yeah, for sure. Obviously, uh, yeah, you don't want to play with pain and stuff like that. But Saturday's definitely my goal. I got to have a good practice tomorrow and and uh, and just see how it is. Um, you know, I don't want to put myself uh, in a bad spot or anything like that. But uh, I definitely want to get back and uh, you know help my teammates. You know, I, I know we talked about this, but how difficult was it for you to decide to take yourself, your captain of the team, after all, to take yourself out of the lineup, or you know, after t- consulting. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Tri-City Americans, Red Wing officials, family members, or whomever. Uh, uh, was it a difficult decision, or do you think that, uh, geez, I probably should have made this decision maybe even sooner than I did? Yeah, it was definitely a tough decision, obviously. Um, you know, you never want to be out of the lineup, uh, especially when we were having a bit of a, a bit of a hot streak there with the team and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was a tough decision, but it was something that I had to do, and I uh, kind of got over it um, as fast as I could and uh, kind of just focused on my rehab and, and my workouts and stuff like that and, and just being with my teammates and trying to support them best I could. So, um, you know, it was obviously tough uh, for a bit there, but um, it's okay. You know, I know from talking through you in the past, I mean, you, uh, you're you very conscious of what you put in your body, how many hours you sleep a day. Uh, it, it's very, very regimented. I mean, have you been, I know you've dreamed about this, but how long have you put yourself on this, I'm not going to say it's a rigid schedule, but it's a schedule that, you know, that you, that you follow religiously, it seems like. I, I mean, was this something that over the years you've developed on your own, or was it through, you know, the different teams you were on, different coaches, uh, again, family members? Because it, it it's pretty extraordinary, and I know I've told you this before, to find someone who, you know, is, you know 17, 18 years old, who is as focused as you are at the task at hand. Yeah, uh, I think... Uh in the past couple of years, I think it's definitely uh, increased, but, um, you know, I kind of uh, I put my all into, into hockey and, and this, so I think uh, the past couple of years for sure has been uh, has been more intense than others, but I think it's really important to, uh, you know, treat your body right and, and make sure you get enough rest and, and all your nutrition and stuff like that, so, uh, you know, that's, that's important. Well, you know, I know there's a rumor going around from uh, Red Wing uh, team dietitian Lisa McDowell that, that you had a, a plum deficiency that she corrected. Is that true? Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> we know you really like plums. Yeah, I sure do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have a plum tree in the front yard of your house, I guess it's pretty easy to like them. Yeah, that's right. Grow up on them. We have really, yeah, uh, it's a little bit of an inside joke, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, uh, let, I, I want to ask you at, at this point, um, what's it going to be like from from here for you? What, what what are the next steps? I know you play for the, you get back into the lineup, you, you're producing points as you always have, you have a nice playoff run. Uh, can you map out maybe the next few months uh, in, in Michael Rasmussen's life? Yeah, like you said, just uh, get back in the lineup here and, and uh, get back into the swing of things and and uh, make a run here with my team here and, um, you know, hopefully uh, do well in the playoffs and do well in the rest of the season. So uh, kind of just focus on being here and, and uh, you know, being with my teammates. When you came, when you came back from Detroit and you joined your team because they were already, uh, uh, you know, getting into their, you know, getting into their season as well. I mean, were they not in awe of you, but were there a lot of questions? Were they asking you, "My gosh, you did really well with the Red Wings. What was going on, or what was it like?" I mean, were you able to, you know, impart some wisdom uh, uh, onto your teammates about, uh, you know, life as a National Hockey League player? Oh yeah, for sure. Guys are definitely interested uh, how it was and all that, and um, definitely really supportive and happy for me and all that. So, uh, you know, it was, it was good coming back here and seeing everyone and 
yeah, definitely, uh, definitely interested in, in how it is, uh, you know, kind of up there and, and at that level. So, uh, you know, it's cool coming back. You know, I, take me back to to, to, to draft uh, drafting in Chicago. Uh, I remember when we met you, and you know, it was really kind of a strange setup there. They had all these like little individual portals, if you will, of where different draft picks were going. And you sat down, and uh, I mean, you could tell right from the you know that you were uh, that, that you were all business. Uh, what was it like? I mean, the, you, your whole family traveled to Chicago. You're sitting there, the anticipation. I know you had a good interview with Detroit, but what was that whole experience like for you? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was obviously, uh, you know, can't really describe it uh, too much, but uh, it was great for me, but it was also great for my family. They put, also put a lot into this and, uh, you know, supported me through the years and sacrificed a lot. So, um, you know, it was just, uh, it was really rewarding for myself, but, um, you know, my family as well. So it was great having them all there and, um, you know, it was just, uh, it was a fun day. Is it indescribable? Can you put into words when you're up there on that stage at the United Center, your name is called, you walk up there, you put on the Red Wing cap, you put on the Red Wing sweater. Uh, I mean, what is going through your mind? Not that you finally think, oh, geez, I've made it, but I mean, it has to be just an incredible feeling. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's definitely a big step, and, um, you know, I kind of just looked at it as, um, you know, like I said, just a step and, and another opportunity for me. And, um, you know, you just uh, you just kind of reflect on, on uh, everything you've done uh, kind of leading up to that. And then, you know, also take a minute to, uh, like I said, just see the opportunity that you have in front of you and, um, you know, hopefully just run with it. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I might have told you this. Uh, uh, you celebrated or your family celebrated uh, after the draft, after the, uh, the, the first night, Friday night, because you're a number one pick, um, at a local hotel, which also happened to be the media hotel for the draft. And I remember walking in, and I saw a bunch of people that had Red Wing sweaters on, and and you were, it was your family, and you know, and I saw you, I you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I'm not that much of a slappy that I'm going to go up and talk to you or anything. I want to give you, you and your family, your moment. But I have to tell you this, uh, you know, I had never seen maybe as a collective a happier group of people in my life than I saw your family on that night. So, I mean, it, uh, you, uh, you know, and, and I think you did expound on it a little bit. I mean, just to see how happy they were for you must have really been an uplifting feeling. Yeah, it definitely was. Like I said, it's just, uh, it's really rewarding. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty special when, when uh, you can see your family like that, no matter, uh, you know, how it gets done. So uh, it was uh, definitely a, a day and uh, kind of a week that I'll remember for the rest of my life. And, um, you know, it was... Uh, it was just amazing to see my family like that. Yeah, you know, Mike, I want you to address Red Wing fans here as we as we uh, wrap uh, wrap up this uh, edition of the Red and White Authority. Uh, you know, what can they expect from you? Because I, you know, obviously they all expect you to be in the Red and White sooner rather than later. Uh, but what type of player are uh, are, are you going to be here in Detroit? What are you going to bring bring to this Red Wing organization? Oh uh, yeah, I think for me, I think you know what you get every night. I think uh, you know I'll work hard and and. Uh, on both sides of the puck, I'll work hard, and um, you know, obviously I'm a big guy, so um, I like to have a presence out there and uh, carry the puck and all that. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, the biggest thing is just uh, every night you know what you got. Is there a certain player that you, you've patterned your game after, or a certain player maybe you don't pattern your game after, you just admire the way they've conducted themselves uh, while they were a National Hockey League player? Yeah, for sure. There's definitely lots. I like to watch, uh, you know, different big guys that that are kind of at my position and that skate well and get to that and all that. But um, you know, I love watching Detroit and uh, you know, I love watching the young guys and and even the older guys too. Just uh, you know, seeing how 
how good of pros they are and, and all that. So uh, I definitely love, uh, you know, watching uh, watching the wings and, and, like I said, just guys in my position that are kind of, uh, you know, similar to myself. How how often do you get to watch the Red Wings? Uh, I watch every game I can. Sometimes we have the, we have games as well, but uh, or we're on the road or stuff like that. But uh, usually they're at, at four o'clock because the time change. Mm-hmm. So I uh, usually get to catch a bit of the games and and uh, you know kind of just watch and and uh, observe as I can. Well, Michael, uh, I really want to thank you for uh, for doing this. I mean, you t- took a lot of time out of uh, out of your day. Uh, I, I've always enjoyed talking to you. I, you know, I, I really could tell from the moment that the Red Wings drafted you and sitting with you, and then you know, joking around about the whole plum thing up there in uh, uh, development camp. Uh, you know, you, you're you're a very genuine young man and uh, uh, very determined. And I, I think what you proved uh, during your stay. Uh, during training camp where I think the original plan, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, was you were going to play a couple of games. Uh, you ended up playing the whole preseason, leading the Red Wings in scoring, uh, which I think is really a testament to the type of player you are. So uh, I would imagine that uh, if you keep sticking to it, uh, you know, and not that it's up to me, but, uh, you know, certainly uh, I look forward to not only seeing you again and uh, uh, whether it's development camp or what, but I really look forward to seeing you in Detroit next season. Yeah, thanks a lot, Art. I really appreciate that. Uh, take care, Michael. Uh, I'm glad you're getting healthy. I'm glad. I'm looking forward to watching you uh, finish out the season, a big playoff run by the Americans, and then, as I said, uh, you know, next year, you know, the sky's the limit for you, and I couldn't be happier for you. Thanks again for joining us on the Red and White Authority. Awesome. Thanks so much. Take care.